What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just can't shut up about guitar. With all this chat going around about guitar is dead or is it dead or rock music is dead or whatever, I'm never going to stop coming up with all sorts of examples. To the contrary, all sorts of reasons for why there's amazing music from all sorts of genres being made with the guitar with our favorite instrument i don't need to tell you guys that you're listening to a daily guitar podcast you already know it you already believe it you're already fully on board with the idea that guitar is great and it's amazing and whatever but i'm just going to keep putting it out there because you know what it's great to just have it reaffirmed and uh it keeps highlighting all the awesome stuff that's going on in guitar world right now and the first thing of several things i want to talk about today kind of just a a whole miniature tour of great cool things that are going on in the world of music and guitar stuff right now is what i'm covering today and the first one is especially a great example of how the guitar is you know still blooming as an instrument and has so many freaking cool things going on with it and is super versatile uh like i keep talking about on here music tastes change over time and all this but all the different music that rises and falls and comes and goes so much of it utilizes the guitar and the guitar has always been utilized in new ways across a stupid amount of genres it's not really just tied to one genre or another although as we will uh keep also showing on here the classic quote-unquote guitar music genres if you want to go rock blues metal stuff like that it's uh those are doing really well <laughs> as well um but regardless of that whether you think that's true or not Guitar is just being used in amazing, fantastic ways. I was talking recently about the Bryce Desmond stuff, the kind of guitar being used in compositions and kind of more compositional music uh, and how that was interesting. This kind of ties into that as well, this first thing I want to talk about. Um, it was actually a composition for guitar. It's actually for eight guitarists at once. So there's a composition with eight guitarists. And, you know, you've seen sorts of things like this before with layered guitar and really interesting stuff. Um you know, some maybe counterpoint stuff, like when we were talking about the Bryce Desner, we talked about like uh, counterpoint and, you know, that kind of clean guitar all layered on top of each other. But usually it's coming from a same sort of genre source or something like that. Like there's something tying together the guitar sounds here. Well, this actually was a composition that was, um, well, actually kind of brought together for the exact opposite reason um really it was commissioned by elixir strings and part of the point of it was to show off all a bunch of different artists and showing like look how versatile our strings are you can use them for anything um which i don't really care about because <laughs> and i'm doing a whole thing on strings right now which i'm gonna uh, bring out the next update on uh in an episode soon which includes a bunch of stuff on elixir strings and i'm putting them against other strings and doing coated versus uncoated and different brands of strings and all this stuff and i'm going to keep blabbing on about that it's not like i don't find it interesting but it's the least interesting part of this um it's cool that elixir commissioned it and if companies want to do more of this stuff and instead of just having i don't know advert style marketing stuff or just sending youtubers packs of strings to talk about it if instead of that which i don't find particularly interesting they want to do stuff like this commission awesome pieces from their artists that yeah showcase something but also do a lot more than that oh, please be my guest <laughs> it means there's much more interesting stuff out there for all of us to enjoy than uh yeah a lot of the way that companies will just spam stuff out there this is actually really cool and i'm glad they did it um the point of it yeah like i said it's from that kind of the elixir side is to showcase their artists including at a difficult time they're all apart doing a cool virtual performance thing gives us all something to watch and enjoy and brings those artists into a 
into a performance that is obviously impossible right now in other ways. So it, it's a great um, showcase of what you can do with the technology and all that. Super cool. Um, a lot of the part of it was, like I say, to be like, hey, look at how versatile our strings are. Look at how many different kinds of artists use them. Like we are not a pigeonhole brand, which I think is 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 cool. It's definitely cool. I'm not going to shoot it down, but I'm just going to be like, well, yeah, it's strings. Like you, you put them on a guitar and then you make whatever music you want with it. I'd, be, I'd I'd worry if they were pigeonholed. I'd worry if like if these strings only were for making like metal on outrageously heavy. I guess if you make like strings specifically made to be on a down tuned eight string, then yeah, I guess I guess you're gonna get possibly. But although you know, not necessarily. You make any music you want on that really, and it's gonna have its own interesting twist. Um, I would love to see more artists from different genres use extended range guitars because of the interest in that you know there's, there's jazz players and stuff that use seven string but i'd love to hear some generically different stuff being made on eight and nine string. there are there are players i know that i know there are you guys are thinking of them right now um you know i know you've got like some of the rob scan stuff and the sarah longfield stuff and yeah absolutely more of that i'm not saying it doesn't exist i'm saying yeah even more of that expanded even more um which is cool. Anyway, there's lots of amazing artists that are actually using A string and nine strings in cool ways, which is which is more to my point of, you know, it doesn't even matter what kind of guitar you have, you put strings on it. I would hope the strings are versatile. Uh yeah, and it's kinda, you know, like look, we make tons of different kinds of strings. There's like a there's different scale lengths of guitars and different string numbers, and there's a bass and there's acoustic and electric, and yeah, you know, that's the that's the 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 marketing side of this thing. Moving on from that, um, this piece is called Octet. Like I said, it's for a guitarist performing. Um, really, really cool stuff. Great collection of guitarists here. Um, and it was composed by Chris Woods, Chris Woods Groove Orchestra. Um, and he brought together these other musicians. And it was a really interesting kind of way of composing, basically, was the idea was to get all of these different styles and not try to collapse them into one another so the way of composing it was to kind of have these separate sort of ideas obviously it it comes into a cohesive piece and everything like that but the idea was to have all these separate ideas and the little compositional ideas and essentially what was composed for each guitarist left some space so that they could bring their own distinct flavor to it that the elements were individually composed for those specific guitarists as well so it was very much composed in their style for them um distinctly and then given some room to improvise and breathe and be creative within that so that they could um obviously write something that was uh, even more in their character and in their style because it had their own flavor brought to the composition which was already written specifically for them um and each of these these parts that they're playing is very much written with their style preserved so rather than just a bunch of guitarists coming together to perform something it's specifically with this finger style guitarist playing very much with these little kind of classic classically infused if they're from that kind of area beautiful kind of finger style elements and then there's some shred work in there and then there's some beautiful kind of modern um, on a, on extended range electric guitar, clean kind of stuff that comes from the world of all the kind of progressive guitar and um, nice kind of clean tapping areas that you see a bunch of cool players playing around with right now in kind of progressive areas of music. Uh, you know, and they all are sticking to that, but obviously it's become it comes together as a cohesive piece. It's a really cool, unique thing to see, to see like a, a thing composed for all these guitarists and they are very much not not just collapsed into one another stylistically they're allowed to have their own styles together and the styles throughout a 
contrasting and, and interacting in really interesting ways. It's really cool to see. It's a really nice piece to just listen to. Um, great guitar work. And it's going to introduce you to a bunch of great guitarists because if you just watch this piece, I'm going to link to it in the description of this podcast. You know, there's eight guitarists for you to go and check out, um, which is really cool. You know, like I said, there's bass in there and stuff. There's um, also every sort of different kind of style, which is the um, which is the idea, of course. Um, yeah, really cool. Um, you know, and they, they have their own little like solo sections each as well, which is really cool um, to see them kind of come into their own and, and show off their styles of these like a kind of four bar or, or a few bars kind of they have these little solo sections where they kind of come in and their style jumps out and then goes back in amongst the others. Cool rhythmic elements, cool stuff, a nice story behind it. And it's a great little demonstration of um, the versatility of the instrument and how those, you know, we already knew that, right? But to see those versatile elements interact and not in a way where they just fold into one another but where they remain distinct but also come together really cool idea really cool thing to see um and great and yeah you know obviously it's a bit of just like an advert for elixir if you want to take it that way but like i said if they want to do this instead of just making adverts or you know sending packs of strings to youtube this is way more interesting and i thought was a super cool thing and like i say you want you want to find some great new musicians here's eight of them at once which is super cool um, now, if you're fancying something a bit heavier, you know, this is a composition, like I said, there's a lot of different things stylistically, but it's hardly, I don't know, let's say heavy metal, and you're thinking, I want to listen to that, and you just heard me say, this piece, Octet, is nice and calming, uh, it's nice and enjoyable to listen to, it's a pleasing thing to listen to, well, maybe I have got that backwards, and maybe, actually, the more calming thing to listen to, the nicer thing to listen to, would be some heavy metal if you were thinking that if you were thinking i you described it as calming but i I would i would say that probably deathcore is what calms me the most if you're thinking that or maybe you said it aloud and the someone in the room said why are you talking to a podcast they can't hear you um or maybe they said you're talking about heavy metal being calming it's the opposite well you can tell them to shut their stupid mouths um maybe not maybe calm down and go listen to some heavy metal if you're having that kind of angry response because it turns out, if you thought heavy metal was calming, science has got your back on this one. Uh, this is something that's doing the rounds. It's a fun piece of uh, news that came out of uh, some, basically some trials that were going on, some studies that were being conducted to do with anxiety, to do with basically anxiety levels and blood pressure. Uh, they're actually being conducted by a hair transplant specialist called the vera clinic which is i thought was really weird and then I, I thought for a second well i guess if like they're investigating hair loss and stuff like that as it relates to anxiety and stress then they would probably conduct all kind of studies on stress and stress levels and what could relate to that i guess so it kind of made sense but i was like how would this relate to them making hair transplants but i guess it's probably more on the side of hair loss and i guess they do a bunch of research on that of if you're going to be the specialist in hair transplant i guess you look at that and hey yeah if you if if you can find some kind of cure to baldness that involves like uh listing the black metal like yeah let us know um maybe that'd be sick i mean any cure to baldness would be really good if you don't mind but if you have one that involves just sitting around listening to sick music like that'd be, be great um that would be absolutely freaking awesome a spoonful of slayer helps the medicine go down as um as mary poppins famously death screamed um but like <laughs> uh that'd be sick i would watch heavy metal mary poppins someone's done it someone will have done it on youtube someone's mashed that up i'm sure but um 
anyway, they were doing these studies uh, to do with stress levels and anxiety. And one of the studies was basically that they got people to complete these reasoning tests, um, which were kind of designed to produce low levels of stress. And what they did was they gave different participants or different groups of participants uh, a different soundtrack to listen to whilst they were doing this. Um, So they had a soundtrack and it was kind of like a different Spotify playlist, I think was the way that they did it. And um, basically they would measure uh, heart rate and blood pressure, signs of anxiety rising, falling and stress and things um to basically see how effective the different playlists were and see if there are any patterns were the groups listening to a certain kind of music differently affected in terms of their stress and anxiety levels to others um and it turns out that the second best um performing group in terms of reduced blood pressure and uh reduced levels of stress and anxiety were the <laughs> the <laughs> the participants listening to heavy metal um I couldn't find out which bands it was they were listening to specifically. I just thought that would be interesting, but obviously, you know, to the scientists releasing their study results, they're not going to be like, you know, in particular going on about which bands it is, I'm sure. Like, um, yeah, and certainly not guitar stuff. Wouldn't that be sick, though, if they were like, when people were playing through a Mesa, a tread plate Mesa, we found that they were particularly inclined to be calm. That'd be sick. That'd be really cool. Actually, it wouldn't, though, because then you want to buy a Mesa and those things are fucking expensive. But, um... <laughs> I just lament that because I want one and they're so they're so not in my price range, man. Um sad. Anyway, uh but basically, yeah, they found that um listening to heavy metal reduced blood pressure for 89% of the respondents and it decreased heart rates by an average of 18%. The only genre that was more effective was they had this uh soundtrack kind of um yeah, they had this soundtrack that was filled with kind of 80s pop stuff. So I guess like synth pop and 80s pop stuff. And that was was even more effective, um, even more effective at keeping blood pressure low. Um, yeah, they thought that the, the synth pop and the 80s stuff might be because it links to feelings of nostalgia and it's kind of upbeat and party-like kind of music and that can release endorphins and serotonin, particularly if it's got that link to yeah positive positivity and that kind of party like atmosphere and, and as well as feelings of nostalgia so you you can be calmed by the release of uh you know endorphins serotonin that stuff um when it came to heavy metal the researchers also said that they were not surprised because um in general and this is a quote angry music can help listeners process their feelings and as a result lead to greater well-being so you go next time someone you know you watch a movie and it portrays like the mentally unstable crazed person as like uh, listening to heavy metal as like the flag to everyone to everyone in the audience like they're a bad guy they're crazy and you're sitting there thinking like well i feel i'm being targeted here this is offensive um you can you can storm out of the movie theater and um and and write an angry complaint to hollywood saying you've stereotyped me and my people but no you can because that's just it's just incorrect it's just unscientific that portrayal because really listening to heavy metal angry music can help listeners process their feelings that's a quote from a science person there so there you go what are you gonna do you can argue with science people now are you gonna do that but um yeah apparently you know i I think it makes sense i think all of us who you know obviously we we don't listen to it to process our things we listen to the music we like but i think you know i think we we i think a lot of us talk about like music helps me get through difficult times and it's we're often not talking about music which is like 
hooray, upbeat and fun. It's often like music which we feel relates to the difficulty and deals with it. And actually that is, it says helps listeners process their feelings. It's not avoiding, you know, if you like stick on something happy and try and just put on a smile and get through it, that's not processing, is it? Whereas, you know, even if it's hard to process stuff in other ways, like talk to people or whatever, you know, you listen to music, it feels like it, it connects emotionally to what you're going through. I think we've all feel, felt that, that it kind of, you know, feeds into it a bit and ramps it up. But then, you know, it's almost like the the exhale, like when you finish listening to it, if you're angry and you listen to angry music, it kind of like puts you through it. You know, and I think we all understand that, like, even if you're not angry, it's not necessarily a one-to-one match of emotions. But if, if you're feeling something, you listen to powerful emotional music, it, it almost is a, there's a cathartic element to it, but also there's a processing of it, even even in the elements where it's not so cathartic in feeling it. And we all feel like that is a thing that helps us. And again, not in a crutch-like way, but actually in a kind of a processing way. I think we, I think us people that listen to all this kind of music actually understand that. Um, and it's cool that, the, you know, the that's understood in the scientific community as well. They were saying they weren't surprised that heavy metal helped r- reduce stress because this, this, this way that angry music can help lead to greater well-being. Isn't that cool? Isn't that a cool thing? Um, so all this rag metal and rock and all the stuff we're listening to, it's great for us. All these people worried. You know, the kind of like parental advisory sticker, kind of pearl-clutching, worrying, suburban mum kind of figure, which is, again, stereotyping a whole other group of people. But, you know, that kind of figure of the kind of like, oh, my goodness, what are our kids listening to? You know, it's like, well, maybe we've got to be worried about some of the stuff in pop music. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not saying anything. But certainly, we don't need to be worried about them listening to heavy metal anymore. It makes it makes all that seem even more ridiculous, doesn't it? I mean, like, again, we already knew it was ridiculous. I mean, everyone knew this was ridiculous. But that stuff back in the '80s and '90s and stuff—the kind of the terror, then the censorship kind of stuff over over heavy metal and like it's causing our teens to go wild and rabid. You know, <laughs> it's just think the Judas Priest. Like, it's not. What's gonna happen? I don't know. If he listens to Judas Priest and then and then something crazy happens, I I'm wondering how much the Judas Priest had to do with it. Was he doing okay before that? I don't know. I never check on the kid. Right. It could be a parenting issue. Anyway. <laughs> and having talked about heavy metal music being good, not exactly heavy metal, but talking as I just bafflingly rambled on about there, all this kind of music being good, not just heavy metal, but music that deals with all these um, difficult themes, but also emotionally hard-hitting, heavier, angrier, whatever you want to call it in whatever genre it's in. Here's something cool that's out there as well. Um, We've got a new single as well as a debut TV appearance from Mammoth WVH. So this is... If you've not heard of this, this is EVH's Eddie Van Halen's son, Wolfgang Van Halen. This is his, um, I heard it being referred to as a solo band, but I don't really know what that means. Like, is it solo act band? Anyway, it's just odd. But uh, yeah, you might know um, Wolfgang Van Halen, you know, playing bass and guitar and stuff. You know, has been on stage playing with his dad and, you know, was playing in Van Halen and all of that good stuff. Um, you know, also wrote and released a song called Distance um last year in tribute to his dad after his dad really sadly passed away um and it was a really beautiful song that was really well received and you know felt really hard hitting for a lot of people not just because uh the death of eddie van halen was was really hard hitting for a lot of people but 
you know, also it's been a year where a lot of people have lost people, um, really sadly. And it was a song that was, you know, about losing someone in general. And obviously, even just outside of this year, that's something that all of us, that's, that is what is that is a part of our lives as human beings and um and because of that it was you know really warmly received and positively received and it was really you know a beautiful piece of music that, that touched a lot of people um and that's the piece of music they decided to perform for their debut tv performance it was on um like jimmy kimmel um you know perform distance really great performance of it um and then mammoth wvh f wvh 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 i find that difficult to say for some reason um it's not difficult to say i just find it difficult to say because i'm stupid but um <laughs> in the continuing saga of me not being able to pronounce anything it's infected english now as well before it was just any word that was vaguely from any other language and some of the English words, and now it's more and more. Now it's just letters as well. I can't even say letters. It's not even a word. It's just three letters in a row. My gosh. I wonder how far I'd get through the alphabet before I would just give up. Uh, <laughs> this is what happens when we're all stuck inside. Our mental and physical health is just atrophying. I'm just going to be, a, like I said last time, it's going to be an, a pair of eyes and a mouth and a jar staring at guitars. It's not that different to now, let's be honest. Um... They also put out a new single, You're to Blame, which is cool, you know, in contrast to the, um, you know, almost ballad-like softness and kind of gentler, emotional, heartfelt tribute that was Distance, You're to Blame is heavy riffing and really sick guitar tones. I have to say, just a nerd out on guitar tones for a minute. Love the guitar tones on this You're to Blame track. I think, you know, whether this is, like, your genre, your thing or not, like, juicy guitar tones. Really enjoy the production on it. Like, it's big and loud. I feel like some stuff gets really compressed and squashed and sits in this kind of, like, tamed area where, you know, you can tell there's a lot of guitars layered up, but it just doesn't punch through the speakers that you like. Um, other stuff used to. I feel like it's been a bit, you know, not trend lately, like, kind of five years ago for a while. Like, a lot of music that you felt should really be hard hitting and was really riff based, like just wasn't nailing it in the production for me and hitting hard and having like a chunk on the bass um, that kind of like punches into the back end of the guitar and kind of drives it through the speakers uh, in that really pleasing way. And this track does it. Yeah, it's absolutely sick guitar tones, whether it's your deal in terms of genre or not. Um, I think it's a great song. Great, great rock. Love it. Really cool stuff. Um, and yeah, they it also revealed the uh, the track list of their album, the debut album from Mammoth WVH, which is coming in June of this year. And you got to see the front cover as well. And man, the cover on the album's awesome, dude. It's like a giant crab monster like picking up a car in a car park. It's great, awesome. I love it. Um, it's just inexplicable. It's great. It's just a giant crab monster. Do with it what you will. Love it. Um. So that's really cool. I will link to that as well in the description of this podcast. I'll link to You're to Blame so you can check that out. Um, listen to that because, yeah, it's a cool track. So tons of music to listen to. Obviously, the suggestion of listen to heavy metal because whatever heavy music you enjoy, uh, apparently it's just good for you and that's what science says. So, you know, if your neighbors come and tell you to turn it down, I don't know. You just you just tell them it's doctor's orders, man. You just tell them it's good for you. If... if, if uh, 
if you're getting told off for playing too loud by, I don't know, parents, yeah, neighbors, kids, whoever. You just tell them what's good for my health. What do you want me to be unhealthy? Do you literally want me to just shrivel up and get worse and worse and become ill and, and, and malformed with ill health? Is that what you want for me? If you love me, you'll let me listen to black metal as loud as I want in the middle of the night. It's just what families do. You can tell them that. Um, I, you know, I'll link to the article so you can just show them that. I'll link to an article uh, talking about these results. So you just tell them. You can just, you can just show them that. But there you go. You know, that's like your your health card. Um, you know, your doctor's note. It's your doctor's note. I've got to. I've got to listen to it. I just, you know, the, the stress levels are very high if I'm not listening to an incredible amount of very loud gin. It just helps. I need it. I need it, man. Um, so, yeah, show them that. And then blast out as much loud music as you want. That's the way to do it. Tons of music suggested in this podcast. You know, I've got You're to Blame from Mammoth WVH. That is linked in the description. I'm going to link this comp- the playthrough of this competition, uh, composition, not competition, this composition as well, composed by Chris Woods, played with the eight guitarist Octet. Uh, the video of that is linked in the description of the podcast as well and yeah i'll stick this article in there so you can show it to anyone who tells you hey turn that down you can just show them this and that'll tell them um and there you go so go and check all that music out listen to a bunch of music that inspires you uh play a bunch of guitar as well i think listening to all this you're gonna get inspired and hey i you know playing guitar playing an instrument is also said by doctors and scientists and smart people to be good for you so just you can also get away now which you know play guitar really loud don't just listen to other people's music loud play your own as well super loud loud as you want um and if anyone gets annoyed just say that they are having an adverse effect on your health by trying to take away your medicine there you go what are they gonna do nothing that's what they're gonna do um so go and do that listen to a bunch of music play a bunch of guitar have a good time uh probably don't actually annoy your neighbors and (laughs) loved ones too much um there are probably still noise ordinance laws, which you can't circumvent just by showing them a guitar article. But there you go. Who knows? Maybe maybe you'll get maybe that's the loophole. Maybe we found it. Go enjoy all that. Have a good one. Look after yourselves. Look after one another. As always, I will catch you again tomorrow.